0: What's up everybody, Alex, worldwide Keller here to tell you all about the official record company sponsor. That's right. I'm saying it's official of absolute intense wrestling. I can only be talking about one label. That's right. Flannel graph records. They sent me a bunch of free amazing stuff. I'm listening to this amazing synth pop right now. They sent thorn some amazing stuff. He's listening to an awesome Terry funk interview. He got a righteous t-shirt and you guys should check them out flannel graph records it's good stuff we recommend it but now let's take you to the card is going to change
1: Hello once again, everybody. Thanks for listening to AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, as always, want to give a shout out to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free each and every week. Firstly, thanks to Angelo's Pizza. They're feeding us here as they always do while we record. And they, of course, bring pizza to you at our live events at Mount Carmel. If you want to try more of their pizza or anything else on their menu, it's all delicious. Head to Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. And thanks to Smart Mark Video, they record all of our live events. And if you want to relive any of those or watch them for the first time, you can purchase that on DVD or digital download from SmartMarkVideo.com. And additionally, head to Powerbomb.tv, sign up using the code ABSOLUTE, and you will get a 20-day trial for free. And then stick around and just keep watching the shows that we put out there from the AIW archives. And as always, thanks to Jack Prince, who helps take care of all of our printing and graphic design needs. They can do all of that and more for you, whether it be banners, t-shirts, business cards, flyers, everything and anything. For all that they have to offer, head to jackprince.com. Prince.com. Ah, uh, yes, those lovely vocals, none other than Alex Worldwide Keller.
2: Rock and roll vocalist.
1: singer. Wow. Joining us once again, as well as PME, the Philly Marino Experience. Hello. Me, 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 me. See,
3: I could sing, too. Oh, yeah, (laughs) bro. Look at that.
1: (laughs) Look at that. And, uh, of course, AIW owner John Thorne, as always. Uh, My name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. And we mentioned rock and roll from the outset here, because on this episode, we talk about uh, AIW, at the Vans Warped Tour.
2: The last warp tour,
1: the final warp tour ever, R.I.P. W.T. Uh, <laughs> taking place at Blossom Music Center as it did July 18th, so it was a week and a half before Absolution,
2: and uh, well, I mean, well, before we get into that, I just want to address uh-huh. that I feel. PME may may have spoken the least amount of words in podcast history uh, for any podcast guest on any podcast in the history of the world.
3: Okay. Yeah, we're going to try and bump it up on this one.
2: (laughs) Worldwide was thinking. Worldwide Worldwide was looking at the sky.
0: I was like, maybe Potato, but
1: we never released that one. Or did we? I think I did. I <sighs> think we, we did like a secret release or something. Yeah,
2: I think it? I did like a bonus episode, the awful potato episode. Yeah,
0: if that's what they think. <laughs> but he did talk it out. He did say it a lot. <laughs> I can neither confirm it or deny.
2: <laughs> I think the potato's going through some, uh, going through some personal issues because he. Uh, yeah,
1: something like that.
2: He, uh, he, he hit me up and he said, like, let me know when you're podcasting again, buddy. He's like, I'd like to sit in on a session. I forgot to tell <laughs> oh. him. So I just texted him. So maybe the potato will just pop right in he here. He
1: just wants to sit in, huh? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't m- want to say anything. You can give me 10 bucks.
4: Does
0: he owe you $10? Oh, we'll yeah, get to- for something that happened at the goddamn warp Tour. Well,
2: yeah, we'll get to that in a minute.
4: Oh, boy. Uh, he owes us money, too.
2: He's, what?
4: Yeah, he sold somebody 8x10s, uh, but sold them the wrong price. Sold two of them for 5 bucks.
2: <laughs> hey, man, you got to make uh, deals. Did you get
4: that 5 bucks? Oh, no. Oh.
0: <laughs> $15 owed to the Weird World experience for Dave the Potato <laughs> Dawson. So you guys want to from Warp
4: Tour? To did, he, did he
2: did so did he give you the five bucks initially, or are you talking about you didn't get the five bucks? You feel you're owed?
4: Oh, I didn't get five bucks. I feel I owed.
2: Yeah, okay. so he got the five bucks. He got the
4: five oh, bucks. Oh, wow, yeah, that's I nice for you guys. Yeah, no, I didn't. I got that, but he you, you still owes us more money. Okay. All
2: right. You uh, hear me, potato. So, I'm uh, for you. but I mean, before we jump into this, let's just. I I feel like we gotta we gotta just dive into the pme right now and uh
1: get a little pme backstory
2: get get something out of these guys where the hell
1: do they even come from
2: yeah because erotic
1: city wow that's where it's you it, hail from. where is that
2: you gotta talk into the where, microphone
1: your head
4: where, where are you from erotic city.
1: erotic erotic erotic
4: city, city. yeah usa we're uh, it sounds like a strip club yeah <laughs> <laughs> how did how
1: did this tandem even come about
4: well we started in mega and uh when we were there our trainer told us like well you guys are going to be a, a team and was there
2: a purpose for it
4: no they had no idea and no direction but i will be honest biggins is the one that kind of gave me a little bit of a guidance
2: yeah, what do you say?
4: Uh, <laughs> at uh, ColossalCon, he came up to me and was like, Philly, do you have abs? I was like, no, I, I don't have abs. He's like, I think you have abs. That, that chest hair makes you look like you have abs. I love it. Next thing you know, <laughs> uh, Biggins was in love with Philly Collins. He wanted more Philly. And I, and I remember we were booking,
0: Philly a booking at Bachelor Party Championship. Well, like, that, like,
2: that happened. Uh, well, I so I remember randomly because we would go to all the mega championship wrestling shows and there would be all they all these students walking around and uh i just went what about that guy what's that guy's what that what's that guy's deal and uh hated marino because you know he was in all the matches but philly collins was (laughs) underappreciated talent walking around and uh me and biggins just start would just always always crack jokes about Philly Collins. Say, why why isn't Philly Collins on the show? What's what are you guys doing with Philly Collins? And uh I I wasn't there for the Colossal Con thing, I don't think. Uh,
4: no, it, it, I think it was just uh biggins and oh, man, who was sitting next to him? Somebody else was sitting next to him, wasn't you?
2: Cuz I went to that Colossal Con thing once or twice and it's like my worst nightmare, like anime convention. Uh I just remember me and Kaplan went and bought a bunch of really expensive drinks.
0: Very expensive. And Very.
2: uh I hated my I hated myself after I saw my credit card statement because I was buying like fifteen dollar slushy drinks or something.
0: Oh, there were more than fifteen
2: points. Oh yeah. It we'll would go about thirty.
1: Well Philly Collins Well, thirty for the first one, only twenty
4: two for the refill. Ooh,
2: so. Philly
1: Collins did find his way into some singles competition. Well uh at AIW. I,
2: going back to that, I feel uh this bachelor party show that i know we did a full podcast on (laughs) uh that was really where i first we really got the our first real taste of philly collins because he was always like he was always like uh you know we were always cracking jokes like get this philly collins guy on the show get this philly collins guy on the show he showed up to this i don't even know who contacted him for this bachelor party show maybe biggins
4: biggins he called me at two in the morning (laughs) he hit me up at two in the morning he's like you up i was like, like yeah he's like yeah i'm gonna call you called me I was like, hey, uh, are you doing anything? I was like, like right now. He's like, no, like in a couple of days. He's like, we need somebody for a bachelor party for show. Would you want to be on it? I was like, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I, yeah, <laughs> yes, I do.
2: Yeah, because that's one thing I don't think people realize is Biggins would just be up at all hours of the night and just sleep all day and just like do AIW stuff from the hours of like like four PM to like five thirty in the morning. Well, and and so then- that makes a lot of sense that he called you. No idea. From the bachelor party, I know that then our introduction. I just remember at the bachelor party I was like videotaping like making people cut promos on yeah. on my phone to put them on the spot and Philly Collins promo was just him curling two chairs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh there was like some weird song playing in the background. It just happened to be playing on the loudspeaker which made it it was a
4: uh, the outfielders uh your love. <laughs> My
1: favorite Philly Collins moment still is when we were creating the uh, uh, PSA for Tide that I, I don't think has seen the light of day yet. Uh, and then we had him do his own very short 1980s wrestler-style PMA PSA. P.S.A. and he's got he's got the lapel mic clipped into his chest hair. He's shirtless and he's just leaning over the ropes and points at the camera and says, "Philly Collins don't do drugs and neither should you." don't work. <laughs> <laughs> and it's there somewhere, but uh, our our introduction to Marino in terms of A.I.W. We go from bachelor party to birthday party. If I remember this right. Because he worked the little kid birthday party. That was the first time we ever had them together. See these pop-up pop pro wrestling tag
2: team. launches careers. Pop-up yeah. pro wrestling launches careers. It gave us
3: the opportunity.
1: And of course, I felt bad because I said Mario to Naglia instead of Mario. 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 And Ten- the kids are start chant. They loved him though. They're like Mario, Mario. And then and then Philly's trying to get them to chant, and he's like Marino,
2: Marino. They don't care. It's like oh, Mar- we like Mario better.
3: Yeah, yeah drop the end. Yep. <laughs>
2: T. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I guess nobody really knows that much about you guys, though. Yeah.
4: We're hidden gem of uh,
2: professional wrestling. You're hidden gems? Yes,
1: Not sir. that hidden. I see you guys moving some uh, gimmicks at that table.
4: Yes, uh, they're moving fast.
1: The AIW crowd loves you. You we guys dance. Them. You dance. They love the moves. They love, love the music. Them. They love it all. They love Marino's abs.
4: Oh, of course. Who doesn't? Those yeah. good vibes, good times. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah, chest hair shooter Philly coming out. When did you guys first team together? Man, it was uh, right around uh, September, or like around third. We, uh, I would say 2016. Yeah, I would say about that. Because
1: you you guys are like, I don't. That's the thing about AIW. We have so many tag teams that you're they're just not a tag team in the ring this is why the weird world experience is such a thing because you have worldwide and weird body who are a tag team in life and in wrestling and that's what i mean did you guys become that
4: instantly too yeah i would say pretty instantly
3: yeah i mean uh we just kind of started hanging out a lot and trying to figure things out and next thing you know it was basically like being in a relationship (laughs)
4: <laughs> it, it, like, is
3: it, like if you ever seen Step
4: Brothers and they're like, oh, one, two, three. What's your favorite dinosaur? Yeah, and that's basically how PME is uh, our friendship. This, this is from the start. For some reason, we knew that we were gonna be friends.
0: I definitely see some similarities uh, between PME and the Weird World too. Like uh, Philly is the worldwide of the team that yeah. uh, gets very aggravated and insane before a match. Hot Philly, hot Philly, very hot. I can also just. Be a pile of just like insane rage, nerve at like just energy before a match. Marino, and, have, you ever, uh, have you ever? you know, Marino and Weird Body, you know. I guess you guys are the slimmer halves of your uh, teams, and uh, you know much more common collected.
2: Who, who and and also, I believe Marino is also the businessman of the team. Like Weird Body is the businessman of your team.
0: Uh yeah.
4: not a hundred percent the businessman of the team. Oh, Marino's a hundred. You're the merch man. man. I'm the merch man.
2: But he's the businessman.
4: No, Marino's a businessman. I'm here for moral support. <laughs> That's all I can ask for.
1: I mean, you guys really do, just like the weird world, you live under one roof. Yes. How's that working out?
4: Love it. It's great.
1: What, what's, a day, what's a day in the house of the Philly Marino experience
4: like? All right. Usually, Don't
2: incriminate yourselves.
4: Yeah. Uh, well, usually two women leaving in the morning, <laughs> and then uh, we can make some eggs, make some omelets. Then we hit the gym. Get a, Egg whites? Oh, yeah. Well, I usually make some ham omelets. Marino makes some ham omelets with yogurt. Then we uh, watch some film. After the gym, we watch some film, do some studying. Then usually hit the training. And then if not...
2: What hit, kind of film are you watching these days? Who, who are you studying? studying? <laughs> who are you studying? Uh,
4: John claude Van Damme. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, I'm studying more like Razor Ramon, uh, Rick Martellish.
2: All right, right. All right.
4: That's, all a, right. that's my... Favorite cup of tea. Who you watch
1: Marino?
3: Uh I honestly I've been in like a spill of Hardy's and Edge and Christian just because those were the kind of the teams that got me to love tag team wrestling and wrestling in
2: general growing up. Yeah. You guys make me want to puke. What'd you say? <laughs> you guys make me want to puke. <laughs> Why? Everybody edge. Every, er, edge, everybody edge. It's
0: edge all the edge. Everybody for edge. I was a lapsed fan. I came back in two thousand ten and I was
1: like, Oh, edge is still a thing.
3: I was mostly a Jeff Hardy kind of guy. But he's got the
1: Taker hat going right now. I, yeah.
3: I got him that for I was just going to say. <laughs> it's a wonderful birthday gift. I think he's gotten me a couple of gifts. Track jackets, wonderful anniversary gift from this guy.
2: You guys celebrate anniversaries? Yeah, man. you
3: guys celebrate anniversaries? Solid oh. sold your relationship. If, you, if
4: we're going to make this work, it's going to work.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Need events to work towards. Oh yes. What oh, about yeah. you and Weird Buddy? You guys celebrate really? uh sometimes
0: yeah. I'll remember it's October third and like say something to them. That's about it. <laughs> Weird Buddy doesn't put over birthdays or anniversaries or anything. So
1: what, is that your anniversary? That's uh, our debut, brother. Fresh right. meat. That's all. That's
0: Set, fresh
2: very meat. sentimental. What?
1: What is the uh, PME anniversary?
4: I would say what September, mm-hmm. because it was around, uh, uh, September third is my birthday. Uh, so I would say I'd say around that time, is it it, because it was. Yeah, it was on my ber- birthday. It was on his birthday, September third. Yeah, it was on my birthday. We faced the mysterious Movado and Nate Matson. And Nate,
1: the thirds in the fall have it. Yeah. Do you think that, uh, John? Do you think the the party never ends? That was their anniversary, or I, I that
0: betcha- they celebrate one? I don't know if they know they're a team. I don't. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so.
2: No. You know what? You know what blows my mind about those guys is like I assume that they've they never ever talk outside of bookings and they then talk all the time and then all of a sudden there'll be a promo and they're like out drinking in a bar somewhere and like and like Tuan a doesn't even drive parker now no longer drives <laughs> <laughs> so live in that gimmick <laughs> uh it always that always boggles my mind when the those two guys wind up together
0: not to mention other logistics with uh Tuan and bars but <laughs> yeah
2: he's he's a big he's a big guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, large of age guy. This took a this took a weird turn, but I, I, I've always been curious as to uh, the story of, of yeah. the PME. I didn't I didn't know tag team tag teams were so sentimental.
1: Uh, uh, we're learning something here. We're well, right? gonna have
4: to have the, the fuckets on sometime to find out. I mean, if you're gonna be a top tag team, you gotta be a tag team.
1: I had a conversation with the fuckets after the Absolution after party because they attended also in full absolution attire like in terms of they're, they were suited up man they're
2: they're they're old school enough to know about the dress code
1: yep they, they were in dress code and uh i had a conversation with them and they are i will say they are probably just as sentimental the things that nasty russ knows about t-money and his life and like what they do together outside i'm like all, all right this is we're gonna thing. have to
2: get a tag team round table going apparently <laughs> we're table gonna, for 6 we you're I gonna know. have to get
1: several microphones <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't know if we get. I don't know if we could hook, hook that many mics up.
0: We'll just have to all just scream at the same microphone, Road Warrior style.
2: let oh, to share them, Jesus. Just just
4: do what we're doing, sharing. Marino, Marino's holding the mic for me when I talk, and I hold the mic for him when he talks.
2: That's he doesn't talk thing. much. He doesn't talk much, but uh, I guess uh, I guess he speaks with his body. <laughs> I mean, look at him. Jeez. That should be a, that's a T-shirt. huh? I speak with my body.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that is one thing the PME has. I'll give you guys this. You got. Y'all got a
2: lot more moves in the Weird World. Hey, thank you. <laughs> Dance
1: moves or wrestling moves? Well, what I was gonna say, <laughs> g-
2: good good segue. They have a lot more moves because they started coming to the A I W Wrestling School. Yeah, and they sure. come quite frequently. They do. It turns out uh, the Weird World comes quite infrequently.
0: Well, you know, we got we got a lot of ducks to get in a row.
2: Let's hear the, about those ducks, brother. Tell me. Oh,
0: well, I mean, after uh, we documented uh, the the May meltdown that I had. So now, I'm in counseling, May, doing that.
2: May Meltdown, I feel, was the name of several independent wrestling events throughout the early 2000s. <laughs> uh,
0: well, uh, I brought it back for uh, one month only. No, May's just rough for me. But this one was especially rough. And uh, yeah, I'm in counseling now, doing some stuff. And then multiple jobs. Everyone knows that. And uh, also, I've been working through a neck injury. Got something weird in my lat. I had to switch down to like four by twelves instead of like four by sixes in the gym, which has been very upsetting to me. Like just from an ego standpoint, you guys know. Yes, I sir. Can, but yeah, uh, you know, it's like uh, Lou Reed said: "Between thought and expression lies a lifetime," and that's going to be a weird world shirt one of these days.
2: <laughs> well, hopefully, a weird world uh, motto will be: "We we train every session to get better at pro wrestling." <laughs> because I get you don't so know how much chain we're doing around that apartment because I get so many opportunities that I may or may that, that I may not hundred percent deserve uh, the least that the weird world could do is train. That sounds like a t-shirt.
1: <laughs> I've been hitting that elliptical real hard, dog.
3: <laughs> My goodness
1: uh, I mean what yeah, how has going to the AIW school? Uh, compared, compared to, to other guys. places you might have trained. I mean, how how's it helped you guys? I mean, you, you've you really come in and started hitting your stride, though, as a tag team.
3: Thank you. Uh, it's helped us a lot. We've learned a ton since uh, we've come to the school. And it's something new every day, whether it's uh, learning new moves or learning more about us in the ring. Or transitions or anything, you know.
4: Is, it, it helps a lot going by that playbook.
1: Yeah. And, well, and Eric Ryan's there a lot. Oh. I mean, I'm talking about a guy coming from tag team wrestling we
2: have a secret playbook though yeah yes
1: has uh has eric ryan kind of helped you guys from with the whole tag team concept
4: oh eric ryan's getting us ready for (laughs) wrestle (laughs) raging
1: because you're more of you know you guys go from uh singles competition not really knowing what you're doing and now you kind of fire on all cylinders it's like you just i don't know somehow the world's found each other and you mesh so well
3: (laughs) I think it goes back to that whole like relationship thing, like I said. Uh, it's just, I don't know, it's like the chemistry kind of just comes natural in our friendship and yeah. it ends up showing out there in the ring. Well. <laughs> and everyone wants to have a good time, and you guys most certainly bring the good time
4: and the good vibes.
1: I just, I just realized uh, the amount of hair product that probably gets used on this couch right now between Worldwide, Philly Collins, and Marino.
2: Wait, you think I don't use hair product, bro?
1: Not as much as these three. All sitting on that. I got side. a little bit of Jelski
2: you throwing I got this long got hair. Some, Marina's got those curls. I got some shaping cream at home.
0: Marino, <laughs> what is your hair care routine? I need to know. How do you like <laughs> deal with those curls?
3: Just um, shampoo and conditioner.
0: Really? Yeah. How often do you shampoo?
3: Like every other day.
0: Oh, you're a maniac. I'm like twice a month. Is there? Yeah. Is there any- I condition like five or six times a week. You know, just because I beat the shit out of my hair with the dye and such. Right. Do you dye your hair at all,
1: Marina?
3: Uh, yeah, I dyed it a little bit at the tips
1: frosted tips
3: frosted
2: mm-hmm. tips remember those days sure, 1998
1: philly's <laughs> oh. got philly's got a little frost action too. i had some frosted
2: tips at one time
1: <laughs> now, what do you guys spend uh more money on hair products or gear gear,
4: <laughs> <laughs> gear. <laughs> you guys don't
2: spend no money on gear oh yeah <laughs> my stuff's very exclusive <laughs> when it, oh i this just reminded me uh-huh uh Let's let's talk about the the Philly Collins baseball pants era gear.
4: Oh, oh my God! Here we go. <laughs> Philly Collins coming to the ring and broke <laughs> gimmick. I didn't know what I was doing.
2: You got you got some you got some baseball pants.
4: I I did have some baseball pants at a, at a moment, and I uh, got got those beat off to me by Frankie Flynn. And stopped wearing baseball pants and got there's someone else that had a big opinion about the baseball pants oh yeah Duke uh, Duke always has something to say about my baseball pants well
1: he's born into softball shorts yeah he's yeah.
2: a softball shorts guy
1: yeah that's his problem no <sighs> baseball pants there
2: this took a this took a turn huh oh,
1: yeah. yeah yeah do you uh do you want to get into warp tour you yeah, want to continue to wonder about
2: no yeah. I, th- I think I think we could get into the warp tour I think I, I got a little information out of these
1: guys you got it I mean these three were there it's the last <laughs> warp tour ever talk about being
2: sentimental. I didn't think I was going to get the hair care routine, but I mean, you know, we're, we're breaking down barriers here yeah, today. We
1: absolutely are. First episode of first, right there. What's up, everybody? Alex Worldwide Keller here to tell you
0: all about at Thrift Store Jobber, Instagram, Etsy, eBay, and etc. And let us not forget it would be my intense regret thriftstorejobber.bigcartel.com. And he's got a humdinger of a doozy of an item for you this shirt this week that's right Pancrace 1995 minoru suzuki ken shamrock you know i own i often find myself being a lonely warrior tonight and boy did minoru suzuki ever back in 1995 he was running wild not mild in Pancrace. and uh thrift store driver he's got a shirt for you It is a roster t-shirt, size large, looks amazing, and you can find out all about it and get 10% off using promo code WORLDWIDE, Thrift Store Driver, Instagram, Etsy, eBay, etc., and thriftstoredriver.bigcartel.com.
1: Last time we were at Warp Tour uh two years ago?
2: Yeah, we were there two years ago. Uh it was a grand old time. That was uh that was the week of worldwide's first breakdown that I ever experienced, if you recall. Oh, no, what was my oh yeah. And you quit like the day before.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
2: You retired the day before the warp tour two years ago. Uh and then, that was number one. And you cut all your hair off. Yeah. Oh yeah. You've really lost your mind.
0: That was a bad one. Yeah, I lost a hair versus hair match to myself. <laughs> mm.
2: and, uh, I talked you out of retiring. Uh, you and Biggins. And then uh, World uh, uh, Warp Tour ended up being a lot of fun that year because um, Biggins was very against it because we had done it years and years prior, and it was like an awful experience. Uh, we, just weren't, we just didn't know what we were getting into. Uh, we came in with a little bit better game plan that year. And it ended up being a lot of fun,
0: and some proper tenting so that biggins wouldn't be out in the sun. <laughs>
2: yeah, proper tenting, and uh, so we looked into doing it again the following year, which was last year, and uh, they were being a little stingy with the tickets. And because ah. how it works is they give you they give you X amount of passes to get in, you know, so you can get in all your people, your performers, and stuff like that. Right. Uh, so the Last year, they were like, uh, We'll give you 15 wristbands and then the rest of your people can buy tickets. And I said, Well, people aren't going to buy tickets to perform at uh, your tour, you know? And I think it's your mark. I think it's because they were doing like a really weird lineup last year. They tried like some bands that they normally don't try. And I think it must have been selling bad or something. Hmm. Uh, And then this year, they went kind of back to their normal routine of bands that they're, Accustomed to, and uh, yeah, it was no problem. It was no problem back, you know, like two years ago. It was as, you know, many, many people as we wanted to bring.
1: The fun thing of those bands, there was a band two years ago uh, that remembered you guys.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This band, Real Friends from Chicago, uh, they watched us two years ago, and I guess they're huge, like, wrestling fans, and uh, came over and gave us some free, you know, some free merch, and I uh, gave them some DVDs to uh, watch on the road. And uh they're, they're, they're really excited about all in those guys <laughs> they're really amped up because I guess they're based they're based in Chicago okay, right uh, so but yeah they're they're cool dudes they came over and talked uh, but yeah the warp tour was uh, it, it it's a day and it, it it has it definitely has its cycles of like this is gonna be awesome this is fun I hate everything I'm drunken having fun I want to go home. Would you say that that's a proper description?
0: Give or take. Plus, um, I would say that uh, we did not adequately prepare for the heat
2: this year.
1: Yes. What was it like this year? About 90 degrees, I think, of that day? It
0: it was very hot. Um, We brought, uh, I believe, there was maybe one or two 24-packs of water and a few coolers of ice and then two giant handles of Tito's.
2: Yeah, we had more vodka than water.
0: Which was was a big misstep.
2: Yeah. Because uh, that's another thing is, uh, you know, since you get to load in with everybody in the morning, you can just sneak in whatever you want. No one's checking your stuff. So, uh, you know, we brought in quite a bit of uh, vodka and uh, we forgot about like the actual need for hydration. Uh,
3: We almost lost Twan Tucker.
2: (laughs) We did. We almost lost the
3: guy. Wasn't able to stay
2: woke.
0: I didn't know he was possible to get heat stroke, but yeah, he got the hell out of some heat stroke
2: so i guess we'll go into just like the start of the day it's yeah. uh it, it's an early day you know what i mean like right uh the first band at, it kicks off at 11 a.m so setup is extremely early for well, the that's what eight
1: in the morning like
2: we nine, got there at eight yeah. thirty. yeah uh we yeah we got there and i got there a little bit earlier than you guys um just to try to figure out what was going on sure. and uh it was a big clusterfuck because Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson were there the night before. Oh, wonderful. And, uh, they were still tearing down from what, you know, their whole setup the night before when we arrived at, you know, we got there at about, uh, seven thirty and, uh, they were putting all the buses and everything into like this, you know, whatever, like parking Long-wise lot, line. It, just like this weird parking lot until like they would allow them on the grounds. And, uh, so that turned into like a big clusterfuck but uh you know we we finally we finally got in there about i would say 8 8:30ish and uh you know it's it, it's exciting in the morning like i said everyone's having a everyone's looking forward to it uh and then uh it it just turns into like a long long day but uh, <laughs> a death march yeah, it's but it's fun. It's it's it, it's fun for the majority. It's 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 fun for more time for more of the time than it's not. I'll say. I think.
1: What I, point? Uh, oh, go ahead, Philly. Oh, I had a blast. What what time did you guys actually get set up? So like, first match goes, and because you did, you basically did, you did groupings, right? Well, we started off with like three matches, like per hour.
2: Well, yeah. So like, uh, whatever stage we were closest to we were going to go whenever that stage is off and they play every 45 minutes. I think Something it was like that. Yeah. So we were going to go at every, like, I think it was every 15 or 45 on the hour. I couldn't remember.
0: I think it was Oh five.
2: Yeah. So, you know, we were going through all, all that and, you know, trying to coordinate that. Cause you can't really have a game plan that you figure out where they're going to put you. They don't tell you, uh, where you're, where you're going until they're just like, okay, here's your spot. All right. Um, so then uh we figure out whatever the set the set list is for the stage whatever the stage we're closest to, and then we decide we're gonna go like two two or three matches uh every forty five minutes or whatever. at first
0: it was three. Yeah. And then it
2: became two. And then I think one time it was one. Yeah. But uh so, you know, it's kind of like it's kinda of like booking on the fly too, and it's just like who whoever's there, you know, let's let's fill some time. Uh the thing that sucked is they put some like weird stage it wasn't really a stage. It was a tent directly in, in front. Like
0: sometimes if, it had bands and then other times it had wrappers.
2: Yeah. And it was just loud as fuck. RPA <laughs> was useless. Yeah. There was no point. Like we shouldn't even, uh, had microphones. Cause that's a, that's a whole other thing that you need to coordinate. They don't give you electricity or anything. Right. You have to like secure like your own generator and like your own tenting and like all this other stuff. Uh, Dr. Dan was at high level stress because, uh, I said, I, I just put all these tasks on Dr. Dan <laughs> with tents <laughs> because, uh, the year that we did it two years ago, uh, the Sanka's has brought stuff, but then, you know, now that Nick sank is a family man, right? He's just, you know, he can't be taking days off to go to the warp tour anymore. Uh, so, you know, uh, Dr. Dan was forced to, uh, acquire, acquire a lot of these things. And, uh, you know, we got, it, we got it all done, but it turned out, based on how this fucking weirdo tent was, that we didn't even need fucking microphones or anything because nobody could hear anything anyway.
0: Though we did get to hear, I mean, you could sometimes hear things, and we got to see, uh, we had some of our undebuted uh, students on the mic trying to uh, hustle up some Murch viewers.
2: Sales. Yeah, merch sales, viewers. Uh, like, uh, And some of them surprised me. Yes. Uh, what also what surprised me is we have, like as I said, they're very uh, strict on the amount of people that you can bring. Yeah. And I'm not going to name names, but several of these motherfuckers showed up with their girlfriends, friends, had people I didn't even know texting oh, me asking sure. me how many free tickets they could get. Little oh, date day, huh? Uh. So I was very ir- I was very irritated because I needed to get the actual people that were going to wrestle in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then all these other people are, and I didn't even, like some of these people, I didn't even give wristbands. I just said, you're on your own pretty much.
1: So was this killing any, (laughs) killing any of the good vibes for PME?
4: Oh no. The, the good vibes were very strong. The only thing that really sucked was I was playing guessing game with water bottles and Tito's because everybody (laughs) wanted to have water bottles filled with Tito's and leave them places. And then you're like, oh, I think that's mine. And it's, Titos, and you just chug a Titos before you go out to the ring. Titos roulette,
2: brother.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, the heat had a lot of people pretty shook,
1: pretty pretty angry. Everybody's uh, upset.
0: Well, like no, I'm just saying, like watching
2: the work in the ring, like there were some people that were like just very much feeling the heat. Yeah, uh, and it was you know it gave a lot of guys that came uh, a lot of opportunity to you know get some reps in uh, in front of. A crowd that uh they did they weren't wrestling fans really you know what i mean they were yeah. so they were very excited it was uh i looked at this more of like an all day long infomercial commercial for aw we had banners hung up uh the match quality really didn't fucking matter you know what i mean like uh you could have did a a body slam and like that crowd was going crazy for that shit.
1: I feel like I like PM, four PME and a half just, matches that day. Jesus, PME, Pme they both just chuckled at that. Yeah, is there is there something that stood out to you in terms of match quality?
4: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they're just great.
1: Oh, there was that <laughs> great. <Six>. S- <laughs> there <laughs> was that <laughs> six
0: man that turned into a twelve man.
4: Yeah, the tur- yeah, during during the entrance, it somehow became from a six man to a twelve man match,
3: and nobody knew.
2: Yeah, it was all called on the fly. Uh,
3: next thing you know, we turn around and Matthew Justice is jumping on all of us off the U-Haul. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's the thing, you know. You can look like you, a very Matthew you, Justice. Thing you could because, just, oh yeah, you could just do stuff there and have fun because it didn't matter. Yeah, this show's this show, uh, it's not canon. You know what I mean? Right. It's, Which
0: is all fine and well and good, other than the fact that showing up and just doing one match and then jo- enjoying Warp Tour for the day left trying to eke out the rest of the show. Which, at one point in time, you put that evil on me. Yeah,
2: I mean, Worldwide, the booker, because he he always has uh, so many ideas. I said, here you go, man, have fun.
0: Yeah, it was me running around being like, all right, who hasn't Flynn faced yet? Because Flynn was the fucking Iron
2: Man of the day. Flynn Flynn wanted to wrestle on every single Every
0: single show. I think he
1: missed, like, one, because we just didn't have anyone new for him. See, now, when you talk about somebody that knows how to combat the heat in terms of that, we're talking about a guy in Frankie Flynn that if he needs to, will walk to training in the dead of winter three, or four, the five unbelievable miles. summer.
2: Yeah, three, yeah four, he's unbra- miles. He, he's unbreakable. Um, so, you know, it, it it turns into, you know, uh, a stressful day. Bit of a slog. And uh, once I say, okay, w- w- and like I said, tensions tensions are starting to run high. You know what I mean? The heat's getting to people. People are trying to wrestle.
0: Some people are trying to wrestle. Some people are trying to
2: never wrestle again. Some people are trying to hide. Some people that brought their girlfriends all start fighting. Uh, So that's a tense environment because everyone is arguing with their girlfriends. Uh, (laughs) goes in
1: the heat. I'm sure it had something to do with that.
2: These date days that they all planned turns into just uh, like angry disasters, alcoholic-fueled rage uh, of yelling at the AW uh, merchandise booth. Um, the, pa- the potatoes they're trying to reconcile with his wife uh, it's it's just tur- it just turns into like like nothing was videotaped but this would have been the reality show that the world needs because it is a fucking, it, it is a scene
1: this would have been the AIW moment to have the MTV crew in the crowd
2: this w- yes this was a scene for I sure.
1: mean I will put over
0: one aspect of the day my outfit was stellar. <laughs>
2: Yes, uh, he had a seller outfit, but I mean, it wasn't all bad. You know, I was I was having a great time, uh,
0: which is what I started focusing on after a certain point. Was he put me in charge? I'm like, I'm not going to let Thorn I'm going to attempt to not let Thorin know that I just want to murder everybody. I'm going to let Thorin have a good time at the Warp Tour.
1: Dave the Potato, by the way, uh, was wearing one of the Real Friends T shirts at at Absolution. Oh yeah, he oh, really did wear the that. Weird World shirt. He stole. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ten dollars, buddy. I called you out there. Weird buddy called you out at AppSo. Any day now, buddy. Fucking my PayPal is open. Venmo? What do you want? Just snagging T-shirts at Warped Tour was he? Yeah, because somebody took his shirt and like his shirt apparently was beyond repair. After that, his fucking referee shirt
4: because he didn't bring any other shirt besides this referee shirt. His cut sleeve referee shirt that you didn't want a referee. Had after to show after off those show.
0: like little potato so, guns. So
4: Philly had to sh- sh- uh, do a referee spot. So you had to do a referee spot, like oh, you yeah. were the referee. Yeah, I was a referee for uh, Marino versus Dr. Dan, and then Dr. Dan went all banana on everybody and turned into turned <laughs> Dan- into a really big turd, just like normal. But
2: Dr. Dan was having a day.
4: Was he? Is he, he being Dr. Dickhead? Oh, he was being doctored something. at one. Pro- uh he had. Uh, he really wanted to see some
2: band and something happen, and, uh, and he uh, took it out on PME. Yeah, at one point, Doctor Dan did like a running drop kick to like the actual Warp Tour like barricade. Uh, you know, it's like it's barricaded off by fences, and all of a sudden, I just see the whole the whole thing shake, and it's Doctor Dan just unleashing his aggression back there, having a full on breakdown.
0: <laughs> this heat was out of control, ladies and gentlemen.
1: How between the heat and the sun lack of hydration, and, and also food. how
4: red was Dr. Dan's goodness.
1: Yeah, nobody
2: brought any food either. Oh. No
1: one brought any goddamn food. And
0: the food there was very fucking expensive. Oh, I
4: got so mad because I went up there and I asked how much was chicken and fries and they were like, $15. You yeah. kidding me? Get the fuck out of my Come face. Come on.
2: I ended up I ended up buying food and they didn't even tell me the price, but I was that hungry. I just swiped my card. I don't even know what it cost me.
4: Probably 12 bucks.
2: But, uh, yeah, so it, it's turning into a day. There's... Uh there's lots of alcohol involved. There's lots of drama going on. Uh people are stressing out about the amount of times they w- they want to wrestle. Um
0: I had a very important match coming up on Friday and I was like, "Alright, I haven't hurt myself yet. I haven't hurt myself yet. I haven't hurt myself yet." And then in my singles match with Dom, bam, there goes like my rib again. He came to collect, bro. Very upset. Yeah, he collected a bone that day. <laughs> Not his fault. My fault. <laughs>
3: I would say though, all being outside all day in the sun with no shirt on definitely helped for the absolution tan.
0: Yeah, we did get some nice absolution (laughs) tans (laughs) out of it. Good.
1: Believe it's a merino to find. And
0: early on in the day, I was very positive about that because anytime anyone new showed up, I just had my uh, watered down bottle of Australian Gold bronzer and I was just spraying people down. I was like, "Get that fucking shirt off, right, goddamn now!" No one's getting tan lines. Blasting people worldwide,
1: in charge of the tans of oh, AIW.
2: Everybody show it. that showed he, I thought it was like Panama Jack, you know, like that shit your dad would probably have yeah. used back in the eighties, right? But it was Australian gold.
1: Oh,
0: I'm not even sure Panama Jack exists anymore. That was the, that money. was the
2: dad
1: stuff. I'm sure they yeah. make clothing. I don't know those hats, <laughs> the hats. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I mean, it turns out to to be to be a fun day. Uh Some AIW students. uh got to c- come along that are not yet uh professional wrestlers Zaytoven got to crowd surf for the first time
1: uh, uh yes uh laurel had quite the doozy to borrow a term from one yeah, of she, crowd w- she wound up on
2: cleveland.com just fucking re- getting wrecked <laughs> like getting just dropped right on her head uh which was the funniest video i ever seen i mean i watched it live and uh I thought she died, but then when she was okay, I was like, oh, that was pretty funny. And then I was just looking at Cleveland.com the next day, like, oh, videos from Warp Tour. And then it's like, you know, check out this crowd surfing crowd. And it's just her just dying, <laughs> uh, which was pretty funny.
1: Was was there anybody that wanted to crowd surf? And uh, you're like, no, that's going to that's gonna be weird. I don't think Twan, uh, by the time Twan would have been in
2: crowd surfing mood, uh, he was dead from the heat. Yeah, he uh, he just fall, he just passes right out. right Just sitting in a chair, just passed right like, out. I tried
0: to wake him up. It was like drool, and like I was like, we might have to get medical personnel, but we just got some water to him.
2: Yeah. He was okay. It had a little Tito's in it, probably. Yep. Every water bottle had Tito's in it. There was and any-
0: eventually there was uh, some Tito's that had some uh, recycled water in it. And it's still at the storage unit, I believe. It's the Mountain Dew and Tito's. <laughs> Because
4: <laughs> no one was waiting in line
0: at those port-a-johns.
4: No, there's a lot of those bottles that were filled up with P2. Wow. Yeah, it was Industry a day.
2: secret. It, it, yeah, it was a day, but uh, you know, uh, nothing was videotaped, you know, like I said, it was just kind of like uh like a promotional thing. Yeah. Uh,
0: People ask him to take pictures
2: with me left and right. That was yeah, great. world the world that could have been he was he was getting his photo snapped quite a bit. Uh potato also uh, bonus, You know, shout out to him, even though you guys hate him. He was Don Weston, the fuck, out of the AW merch and selling all sorts of shit to people that didn't even like wrestling. We <laughs> we walked out of there with quite a bit of a couple hundred bucks just off Potato selling stuff. Wow, imagine
1: how much you'd walk out if he gave you all of it. <laughs> oh,
2: ah! oh, I got it all. <laughs> a legend. A legend. Potato, Potato was just in deal mode, you know? So he's, yeah. He was in car salesman mode.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Car salesman,
2: uh, yeah,
1: you guys will get that five dollars back on his discount from your car.
2: <laughs> there was one incident, uh, the first show of the day, uh, a guy, non wrestling fan, did try did hop the rail and attempt Uh-oh. to get into the ring, but uh, Tom Dunn quickly de escalated the situation. Thankfully, was
4: this your match, Philly? Yeah, it was during the PME versus the production with Eddie only and Derek.
1: PME versus the production, and this guy just rolls in. Are you
4: outside the ring? Or are you inside when it does uh, No, we were inside the ring, and he tried to get in. Uh, Derek was calling him in. and He was coming in hot, but then Tom Dunn just swooped him up. Said so, no, thank you. Probably yeah, for, I, probably and, for the best.
0: And March loves egging that crowd on. Yeah,
2: oh, yeah. and then I had to say, hey, guys, let's not let's not let's not do this here.
1: Yeah, this is. A- Mount Carmel crowd, no, where everybody's no, paying attention. If it's not just, here,
2: then when? When? Because wrestlers just want to fight fans sometimes, and I don't understand it. Yeah, I, don't I get that. I just don't understand it, but every, every wrestler just wants to punch a fan in the face. Like, they're just dying to do it. And, uh,
0: I mean, if your wrist is taped up, then yeah, you go nuts, but.
1: They're supposed to hate you. Like, that's part of the goal, right? For some of these guys. Sometimes-
2: but they would. Uh, uh, like,. Uh, I don't know. They should just know better. That's all I'm saying. Because yeah. like this is not, uh, this is not what we were there for. It's not a wrestling crowd. You know what I mean. Right. It's there to prom- just promote the AIW letters. You know what I mean. And uh, try to get some people interested in absolution and uh, the wrestling school. If they're like, oh man, I could do that. You know what I mean. Yeah. No smart
1: mark uh, video here today.
2: No, no video at all. Yeah. I brought a I brought a GoPro and then I just forgot it was in my pocket.
1: Any uh so this is also a place where Andy Williams of every time I die, I believe participated a couple of years ago.
2: Yeah. He did not participate this year.
1: Were they there this year?
2: They were there this year,
1: but uh, no, no participation. Well, he's he got an injury, I think, right?
2: Yeah. He's, he said he like, uh, didn't want to wrestle until the, uh, black craft show in mm. Pittsburgh, which has already happened at this point. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, so he didn't want to do it this year. Um, they were there uh there was a bunch of weird bands on it this year because it was the last warp tour twisted oh yeah, so we all watched twisted they were a headliner this year i got to meet twisted which was which is pretty uh random whoop whoop uh <laughs> so i by
0: psychopathic what's that whoop whoop isn't trademarked by psychopathic because there was apparently a split
2: yeah there's a split i i, I did a lot of research after watching uh Watching the the twisted live set and meeting them because I, I haven't seen I haven't seen Twister perform live in probably fifteen years, uh, at least. So I and I kind of fell out of uh, following the scene. But uh, yeah, there 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 was a split. They started their own record label apparently, and they, uh, which this was the same day as the Gathering of the Juggalos, so you know that really confirms the split. Oh, I'd say so. But uh, yeah, they were walking by uh our area to like get to their stage and they like stopped to watch the wrestling for a second and i snapped a pick with them behind the behind the barrier or whatever like the backstage area yeah um so yeah there's a i know worldwide there was you, you there was one that one band you really uh, yeah, harm's way harm's way yeah
0: they played nice and early which is wild because they had like played like my house in like 2010
2: yeah. And
0: uh yeah, Twan and Zay came and watched him and they were all marver- marveling at their singer who is very jacked. He basically looks like a five foot four, like John Cena
2: with like a full chest piece tattoo. Wow. Just going Ugh! Actually I just remembered uh there was some video and it pissed me off that this video was released because World decides to book a battle royal with everybody who is drunk at this point. Uh Everyone and anyone and uh, apparently
0: some aiw alum like a deep al- a deep album cut that I didn't even know
2: yeah Thomas von Eric man. show one show number one was there wow uh, Thomas von Eric and uh, he was there we were talking uh, he got in the battle royal uh worldwide convinced me after lots of Tito's to get into the battle royal, uh, but I, my rule was I was iron cheeking it at the at the fucking gimmick battle royal I wasn't going over the top well, rope.
0: Yeah, and uh, the funny thing is, by that point, I was like, I don't give a shit if you're in gimmick or out of gimmick or whatever you're doing. Everyone's doing the goddamn battle royal. We're not doing a battle royal with less than 10 fucking people. I don't give a fuck if you haven't worked a match in fucking six hours. You're going to the goddamn battle royal.
2: Uh, yeah. Everyone did. Yeah, Thomas Vine Eric fucking swings for the fences on me. That dude, was, he hasn't worked in a while. You can tell. He's fucking lighting me up. Uh, <laughs> my buddy, the hot rods in there. Oh boy, uh, uh making his debut uh w- w- but what pissed me off is that that was just us kind of having fun and oh. uh, fucking around and on Twitter the following day, the full Battle royal is on Twitter, uploaded to YouTube uh because fucking super fan John Bats uh was in there and uh, wanted to release his pro wrestling debut and retirement because that was abysmal Wow. I'm not. Ha- I was not happy about that video being uploaded because uh,
0: the baddest, raddest dude battle royal.
2: Yeah, I was not happy about it.
0: And also, uh, one of the AIW students learned uh, the hard way how to call it in the ring because we had the thing booked for because uh, Flynn had won the Warped Tour title. There was like some weirdness there from Doctor Dan, but oh, then, yeah,
2: he thought he was gonna be he thought he was gonna be the winner or something.
0: Well, no, well, Flynn uh, or something, but either way, uh, student, mighty millennial, John Michaels was, uh, we were told, we're like, you're getting eliminated like second or third from last by Flynn since you like caught like a fluke victory on him uh, earlier today, you know, telling stories here. And uh, Thorne didn't know about these stories and was deep in his Cheetos And apparently John Michaels was, was just like, I'm not supposed to go out yet. I'm not supposed to go out yet. And Thorin was just like, fucking yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, so you got it, dude. I didn't get the creative to Thorin, apparently. Imagine that.
2: I had flip-flops on, man. I wasn't going over the top rope.
0: Yeah. That yeah, makes sense. So Thorne went out the uh, baddest, raddest dude, battle royal, and warp tour champion. It wasn't an Alpha 1 title at all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: how, how, uh, how late were you guys there?
0: Oh, we booked it the fuck out of there. I think I was gone by like eight o'clock.
2: Yeah, Uh, I mean the last band. Yeah, the last band I think goes on at eight thirty. So okay. Yeah, we had
0: the thing broken down. We had the ring loaded back in and broken down. I like did like a lap because that by that point I was so like cooked by the sun and everything else.
2: We uh, and we watched Twisted. We watched Every Time I Die, and then. uh we discovered that our wristbands that we had on all day got us access to side stages and we didn't even try or, or know anything. Uh, they didn't tell us. Uh, so then we tried to do side stage for a real big fish, which was, they had too many people up there. So then we just said, fuck it. We're leaving. And, uh, me and Wes Barkley went to the Texas roadhouse cause we <laughs> needed to eat food.
1: It's delicious there.
2: Yeah. Makes sense.
1: Good stuff. Free peanuts. What? Anything bread? Uh, anything to throw out that we didn't cover from this wonderful warp tour? Um uh, Did you guys just leave all the uh couples fighting?
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I think they've all reconciled though. It was
1: such a resounding everybody. Yes. You
2: know, we got away real fast.
0: No one had anything yeah. I uh yeah, just drove the hell back to Cleveland and because uh, so I had like a weird I'd like maybe drank like couple shots of tito's over the course of the day and like a few Bud lights but then like it was punctuated by a bunch of water so like i was never drunk and i was never like not drunk and uh very annoyed with everything
2: you're just in like you're just like in drinking purgatory
0: yeah so i was like i'm gonna go unload this fucking van and then go to the bar and so i did well, all right. Got to the bar around like I think ten or eleven after like finally showering and all that fun stuff because it was a brutal day in the sun, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I cannot put over how terrible the sun was. I'm usually a human being, loves the sun, I'll cook myself all day long.
1: It was a bad day in the sun. All right, fair
0: but enough. But still
1: pretty fun. We went from uh, the sentimental tag teams to talking about relationship. Quarrels. If only those people could have listened to the beginning of this podcast before they had all gone to Warped Tour that day, they would have known. So uh, let's end this thing where we started with uh, PME sitting here and the relationship that it is. Uh, What is one of your favorite things about the other?
4: Marino's drive. His drive. His drive. Hey, that's what made me lose about 20 pounds. Look at that. They motivate each other too, John. Like, I'm, you think I'm saying it here? No. Balonian. Like, no. Balonian. Like, Balonian people. Like, is the real deal. He, drives, he the, drives.
1: The PME the vocabulary as well. Balonian. is a thing I'm a big fan of.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Marino, what do you like about Philly? Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. That's a tough one. Um. He answered instantaneously. He, he knew it
3: immediately. Yeah. There's just so many things, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, I would say his passion. Uh, the days where... Basically, I don't know. I'm driving myself into a hole. He kind of is the one to always pick me up. So
2: it's nice to have that. Tomato, this, tomato, man. Is this what you wanted
1: out of this, John Thorne?
2: Oh, man. This is, uh, we got so much more than I ever imagined.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: I'm going to shout out whatever. Weird Body that's not here because he's working.
0: I like Maybe. Weird Body because he doesn't like being on the podcast. So I get a chance to shine.
1: My favorite, my weird favorite body, thing weird, about them. Weird is, body is a great guest to the podcast. Yeah, he needs. He more, hates it. He needs I more like what appearances. I particularly like when he's in the background yelling at you, though, when you say something, and he just like wants you to not have said it, or you say the wrong thing, and he just goes crazy. We're live, pal. That's wonderful. Yeah. What's that?
3: Does it sound familiar, Philly? Oh yeah, it does.
1: <laughs> well. Uh we'll, we'll end this episode with love in the air for uh, Alex Worldwide Keller, for the Philly Marino Experience, AIW owner John Thorne. My name's Steve Guy, and we'll talk to you next week on AIW's The Card Is Going to Change.